are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. I always love it when my computer dies right before uh, we come back from commercial and I had a uh, story I was going to read on there, but uh, fortunately Alan is here and... um, what were those stories that you sent this week? Let's talk about those a little okay, bit today. So, uh, the first one was uh, the shocking truth of healthcare expenditures and uh, what uh, is going on in the uh, healthcare marketplace. And it started off by saying a new OEDC, so the uh, Office of Economic uh, Development. Uh, released a report on January 10th stating that about 20 cents out of every dollar spent on health care in OEDC countries is wasted in some fashion. That waste represents more than 20% of the total health expenditure in the United States. How much was wasted? 20%. Jeez. And so uh, this uh, the, art, the person who wrote the report, Agnes Kofidl, a senior OEDC health economist, stated that governments could spend 20% less on health care and still improve patients' health. With as much as 9% of the GDP spent on health care systems all across the OECD, 6.75%, which is by federal governments, this savings could mean a lot. Uh, a third, and it went on to find, some of these are personnel statistics. So a third of OECD citizens consider the healthcare sector to be corrupt. One in 10 patients in OECD countries is unnecessarily harmed at the point of care, and more than 10% of hospital expenditures are spent on correcting preventable medical mistakes or infections that catch peop- that people catch in hospital. One third of babies are delivered by cesarean section despite medical indications that suggest those rates should be 15% at most. So those are just some of the things that that study found. Wow. And that's the OECD. That's a big, um, uh, you know, it's a credible source. I'll just say it. Yes. You know, uh, arguably the credible source on on some of these things. Check out this uh, page that I um, tweeted out to, to piggyback a little bit off of that. If you'd like some more reading on this topic, what medical conditions are driving employer health care costs? Right. Because I think some of that is goes to... Uh, what you just said. Another story that caught my attention, Alan, was we talked about it earlier. CVS unveiling their generic competitor to EpiPen. Huge, right. Huge. And we we had a great segment on the EpiPen explaining the whole controversy. You right. Left, you were on the show. Yes. With that, with Promote John and yes. DJ Tedesco. Yes. Two pioneers. They call themselves Silicon Valley drug dealers, but they basically uh, save millions of dollars for large companies by you know reverse engineering the uh, corrupt system that that exists right now and well they use technology mm-hmm. in, in a lot of that to to assist in uh finding ways to help businesses cut costs and so that did kind of transition us into uh, a little healthcare it yeah. stuff yeah and so uh this article uh in uh emr and hipaa which is uh by health seed uh, healthcare seed.com it's a res- resource that i use for healthcare it uh, 
was talking about the impact of the 2016 election on health care IT. Uh, so obviously with the Affordable Care Act comes the IT piece. And, you know, what's it going to look like and what's going to change in health care IT? And so let's go through a couple of the different things. So the first thing would be, and this is probably the easiest one I think that could you could see a lot of changes with, meaningful use in MACRA, mm -hmm. which we've talked about MACRA. A lot on this show, uh, and uh, even if Trump wants to go after the macro and EHR uh, incentive legislation, you got to get through the Senate and House on that. So it'll be interesting to see how that happens. Uh, what uh, else is going on in that regard? You know, there's, uh, you know, it would increase uh, the cost of uncompensated care by 1.1 trillion dollars. Uh, Urban Institute found that a partial repeal of the health reform legislation, uh, especially on the IT side, would uh, increase the uh, uncompensated care by over a trillion dollars uh, in uh, the marketplace. And that's mainly, uh, again, some of that from the Urban Institute and Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, which is another credible source on health care stuff, uh, shows that some of those, most, a lot of those increases too could be in rural health. And so that's something that a rural state like Iowa and Nebraska will have to keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with the government getting involved in technology pretty much at all costs. Right. Um, because I just don't think it's appropriate for senators to, they can't even use their Blackberries to, um, you know, right. put together legislation for that well, has such an impact on on all of us indirectly well and what let, let's talk about that let's go back to not just the affordable care act and the two parts of it but i would i would argue that there was a third part through the stimulus package that no one wants to talk about and that's high tech which is health information technology uh improving act you know basically it was a Incentive, uh, incentives to improve technology in hospitals and in the healthcare marketplace, and uh, namely EMR, EHRs. Uh, you know, it put penalties on hospitals that ha got hacked. Um, namely, if you had over 500 uh, records that were hacked, you had to post it up on the. They got posted on the Health and Human Services site. It's, Who really goes to those websites, though? I, I, I have, have you? Yes, I have. Well, of course, yeah, of course but, I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm interested in seeing that information, but uh, who's interested in seeing that? I, you know, maybe competitors, uh, maybe electronic there, health though. record mark, uh, people, but you know, I've been like deep in the bowels of government websites looking at certain documents yes. and you can see how many people that have looked and I'm like number seven. Yeah. And yeah. I think the last time I looked, I was maybe number Twenty or thirty, so I mean, it's not a whole lot of people looking, but they're you know it's out there. So again, you hear it here first about get, all the information get available. Your name on the board in school. Yeah, um, you know whether it's security. You know, it's interesting because when you talk about security, you have to look at the banks, and the banks did a lot of changing in their security back in the early part of the two thousands, right? You know, mid late because they were always getting hacked there and they still are getting hacked but they put in a lot of protections a lot of those protections are being shoved down to businesses 
now because you know you cannot uh, use a credit card or or transmit credit card data without it being secure information. And so uh, a lot of those banks are saying, okay, if you're not going to secure your data, well, we're not going to transmit that, or we're not going to allow you to, we're not going to service you anymore. And so a lot of those organizations now are playing catch up mm-hmm. with, with a lot of that. And so uh, hospitals and, and clinics and, and just healthcare systems in general, including insurance companies, are, are, are seeing a lot of hacks right now where you haven't seen those hacks prior. And so, uh, you know, Anthem and Cigna and Aetna, they've seen some of the largest hacks. Didn't the CEO's uh, medical record get found? Yes. And so uh, I would say that insurance companies are some of the most lax, but now they're starting to finally catch wind of it, and they're really doing, they're trying to make up for lost time. But as you cha- as you change your the the hackers change, and, and they're always trying to find ways. So you always have to be proactive in how you defend your your territory, mm-hmm. so to speak, in the cyberspace. And that's what Donald Trump was talking about. You know, we need to play def- you know we need to play offense and defense in this country at every level, protecting all our information. And so. Uh, it, it goes right with the territory. If you've got information out there, protect it. Yeah. That's probably the best advice you're going to hear all day because it's true. Think you can help me <laughs> protect my Absolutely Alan? we can. Yeah. And um, if you want more information on uh, how Alan might be able to help you, give us a call, 402-342-1290, and um, I'm sure we can uh, get in touch with you. we got about a minute left. Here, man, went fast today. Yes, it did. Wow. I feel like we're like hosting a primetime news show because I think we're more knowledgeable than the actual pundits on this issue. <laughs> and there's actually like something to talk about. It's the number one issue right yes, now. Yes, it is. And it's going to continue to be the number one issue. Yes. We just signed up a new sponsor this week for America's Healthcare Challenge. And if you're interested in getting on board, with about the uh, three or four others so far. We've got room for about three more. And being part of this program, helping us get this out uh, to the local community, but then also nationally, go ahead and uh, check out edbellisinc.com and contact us, and uh, we will get in touch with you about positioning your organization with this platform. We'll see you next week.